I'm Kim Singletary. And I'm Rich Collins with Biz New Orleans Magazine. Welcome to Biz Talks. Each week, we reach beyond the pages of Biz New Orleans Magazine to bring you in-depth conversations with members of the business community. From the names everyone knows to the ones destined to make their mark, we'll dive into the top issues, best practices, successes, and failures of every industry that calls Southeast Louisiana home. Welcome to this week's episode of Biz Talks. This is Kim Singletary. I'm the managing editor of Biz New Orleans Magazine. And we are talking about, um, uh, obviously, the biggest topic right now, and that's the, the Omicron uh, virus and uh, version of, of the COVID virus. And to do that, we are talking to Dr. Brienne Loy, who is a family physician and the regional medical director for Louisiana at Centerwell Senior Primary Care. Um, we know from the beginning that like seniors have been one of the groups that have been a big concern um, with COVID, and that continues. And even though people can be, you know, fully vaccinated and boosted and all that stuff, there's still a lot of concerns going on. We just came off the holidays, and this Omicron is um, pretty aggressive. So I, I know people are, it's come off, come on fast and people have a lot of questions. So I wanted to first welcome Dr. Loy. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Kim. I appreciate it. So tell me a little bit about yourself. You're from Arkansas? Yeah, so um, I'm originally from Arkansas, um, born and raised. Um, I actually went to Texas A&M for my undergraduate, so I'm a true Southerner. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did go out to Colorado for a little while to do my family medicine training, but then um, came back to the South where I love it. So, um, so yeah, I'm a family physician. I did, you know, full scope primary care for several years, you know, um, babies to geriatrics, but um, over the time really fell in love with taking care of seniors. And so for the last six years or so, I've just really been focused on taking care of our, our seniors and those that, you know, that are 65 and older. So I think it's a really special population. Um, and it's a great opportunity for me as a physician to just help people live that stage of their life healthy and happy and enjoying time with friends and family. So um, just been a lot of fun over the last several years taking care of that age group. So what is Centerwell? Because you treat people here in the New Orleans area, right? We do. So so Centerwell um, Primary Care is designed specifically for seniors, so 65 and up. So, you know, we really specialize in those patients that um, are on Medicare plans. Um, and everything that we do is really designed for seniors. So where we put our centers, we try to put them not in big hospital systems where it's hard to get to, but places where it's easy to drive. There's lots of parking. The front desk staff can see you from inside and go get you and help bring you in if it's needed. Um, you know, our centers have non-slip floors and big hallways and, you know, room for families in the exam room because, you know, families are such a, a big part of taking care of, of seniors. You know, we want you to have your spouse or your children or your grandchildren with you if, if need be. Um, so everything is really designed for seniors. So where are you located? And there's, there, are there multiple locations? Yeah, so our locations in Louisiana, we have two clinics up in um, Shreveport and Bossier City, Lafayette, um, and then we just recently have started opening across Southern Louisiana in Denham Springs, Hammond, Covington, and Slidell will be coming in early this year. I guess it's 2022 now, so yeah, early this year. Wow, that's really cool. So this is, yeah. when, when did Centerwell start? 
Yeah, so the, com the company as a whole has been around for, you know, several years. We just moved into the Louisiana market starting um, in the 2020. Um, so we're excited to now be in Louisiana taking care of seniors. We've had so much fun in the clinics that, that we've had over the last year and are really excited to be expanding out towards New Orleans. You know, I think we deliver a really special kind of care that um, is about taking care of the whole person. Um, which I think is so important as we age. So it's not just about our medical conditions, but also, you know, our mental health and our yeah. spiritual health and our social health and getting out and socializing with people. So, you know, we try to have a really robust care team that helps address all of those needs. Yeah, the, the mental and the physical is so mm. tied. Absolutely. And that's why my father is a physician. And that's why I remember him talking about, he would tell me a lot about people dying of broken hearts and things like mm -hmm. that, that, that it is very much, you can have a completely healthy person one day and then, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and the last couple of years with COVID has been so incredibly hard on everyone, um, but especially seniors, you know, a lot of them already are a little more isolated. Their kids are grown and gone and away from them potentially. Um, transportation is hard. And now you, they're telling us don't go out and do things, stay at home even more. And so, you know, isolation and loneliness is a, is a fundamental problem for seniors anyway. And it's just gotten a lot worse over the last couple of years. Absolutely. Um, well, let, so let's start with the holidays. So this mm -hmm. is, the holidays have really been a big spreader of all of this. And mm -hmm. so what, what is safe um, for, for seniors to do? I mean, I have, you know, parents or whatever. Is mm -hmm. it okay for them to see, like, say, little ones that can't be vaccinated yet? Is it, should they only be seeing people who are fully vaccinated and boosted? And should they be masks? Like, how much precaution do we need to take with our families and friends? Yeah, I mean, at this point in time, the numbers are are ridiculous is really the best word that I can say. You know, I just looked this morning and and the the cases in Louisiana are higher than they've ever been. Um, it's almost 9,300 new cases of COVID a day, just really tremendous. And so um, I, I think we have to almost go back to really being safe like we did at the beginning of COVID and, and the vaccination helps. I certainly encourage seniors and everyone really to get vaccinated at this point we're to that booster. And the vaccine helps, you know, you can certainly still get COVID, but the vaccine helps and, and can make symptoms worse. And it's certainly safer to be around people that have been vaccinated than not. Um, but even with the vaccine, I really think that everyone, if we're going to be inside, should be super safe with, with masks and social distancing if, if possible, um, really making sure that you're staying around loved ones that you know and, and where they've been and what they've been doing. Um, and then, you know, if you can have events outside or, you know, gather, luckily Louisiana is a lot warmer than some states and, yeah. you know, having, having gatherings in your yard and just, you know, where you can be outside and, and distance and still having, having fun that way. So. So, and I was just talking with my parents on this. What, mm -hmm. when you say masks, Mm -hmm. I'm hearing too, like in the beginning, I, we were, you know, I like to sew, I was making a lot of masks at home, things like that. Are we talking like, should we be doing just the N95s? What I'm hearing that kind of those, those fabric masks are not really the way to go anymore. They're not really protecting as much as we thought. And is that true? Yeah. 
I mean, I think there's definitely varying degrees of safety and the, and the N95 masks are absolutely the safest. That's why all of our healthcare workers use those. Um, they're also, you know, harder to find, expensive. And if anyone, if you've ever worn them, incredibly uncomfortable to wear for yeah. a long period of time. So, um, but they're, they're going to be the safest option. But I think, you know, unlike at the beginning of COVID, there's a lot more things out there now. And I think surgical masks are still a really great option. If you can find those, those are going to be better than your cloth mask. Um, okay. Not not necessarily as comfortable as a cloth mask, but still a cloth mask, you know, they're made differently, but they're, they're better than nothing. Absolutely better than nothing. So I would recommend any kind of mask cloth to, to N95, but, you know, find something that you can wear and are comfortable wearing, you know, we don't want something that's irritating your face and you're going to take off. So finding what, what works for you is, is the best and, and any mask is better than nothing. So we've been doing as a family with my, I have 11 year old, we've been doing KN95s. So what's mm -hmm. the difference there? And she's so able to find those comfortable. <laughs> I, say, I think they're more, they're probably a little bit better, they're better definitely than a regular surgical mask, not quite as good as an N95 mask. Okay, so so they're, they're, kind of, they're kind of in between, much more comfortable than an N95. Um, they kind of have that pointy beak kind of feel yeah. to them. And so a lot of a lot of people like them, they're not so suffocating on the face. And so, like I said, I think um, whatever, whatever you'll wear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And should should we be how often should we be taking those? Uh, they're disposable. So how often should we be not getting rid of them? And then, you know, is it okay to just kind of throw it in your purse? Is it like, how do you yeah, I mean, here's the way I think of it, and especially since we, you know, we work in healthcare, so we're around sicker people all the time. And I, I certainly will keep a surgical mask on potentially through an entire day, depending on who I'm seeing and what I'm doing. Certainly, if you're around anyone who is sick, coughing, sneezing, or anything like that, dispose of the mask. We don't want you to keep wearing that one. Um, but if you have one and you wear it a day or so, you know, mostly when it starts to lose its shape is a real indicator. When it's not staying stuck on your face anymore, then it's probably time for it to go. You know, those they can stretch out around the bottom where they're not, you're not going to be getting as much safety. So it's really kind of about the fit and then just, you know, exposure to other people that, that may be sick. So if you get like some makeup on them when you're putting stuff on, is that okay? If you that's, them, that's okay. okay. <laughs> I would say one of the joys of the mask is you don't have to wear as much makeup anymore. Yeah. But but okay. certainly I I will say a makeup and, and the cloth ones are certainly washable. But a little makeup on a, on a surgical mask or those is not it's not going to ruin the effectiveness. So and the other question I had just I was talking again with my parents this morning is they're you know they're getting pressured to um because it's been this pandemic's been going on now for almost a couple of years so pressure to go in and get those checkup appointments and things mm -hmm. like that is this we're kind of it feels like we're kind of in the height of things should people maybe be holding off a little bit on that stuff or what is yeah, your I would say, I think it really depends on the person, but I, I would really, you know, seniors are already at a higher risk for getting COVID just because as we age, our immune system naturally goes down. That's just a fact of life. And so they're already at a slightly more risk just based on that. And then some people that maybe have chronic conditions, heart disease, lung disease, diabetes are also going to be at a little more risk. So we don't certainly don't want people putting off their routine visits. Um, because those managing those conditions is really important. At the same time, we want people to be safe. I will say the doctor's office is probably going to be one of the safest places you can go. Everyone in there has the appropriate PPE. We 
we're being screened, you know, at Centerwell, we do still do screening questions every day, temperature checks twice a day, everyone's wearing N95 masks with staff, so one, or with patients, so one of the safer places that you can be. Um, but at the same time, if you're not comfortable going in person, I think it's really important to talk to your doctor's office about what are those options. You know, at Centerwell, um, you can do video visits, you can do phone visits. Um, sometimes if we still feel like we, as a physician, we still want to lay eyes on you, we'll even let you do a curbside car visit. So you can drive up and stay in your car with your mask on and your physician can come out and see you in the car. So you're still having less exposure um, to not as many people, but we're still able to, to, to look at you and do vital signs and take a listen to your heart and lungs and make sure you're doing okay. Okay. So, so the advice is then to keep those appointments. Um, you don't want to, even just like if it's, you know, kind of simple check-ins, your mm -hmm. annuals, that kind of thing, um, dentist yeah. appointments, things like that. Yeah, I mean, I think they're they're important, and certainly I would think about you know what's going on um, with you. I, I would certainly say, like I said, talk to your doctor because they're going to know the best. Like if it's a yeah. simple check in, and they don't, and they you know you're not complaining of anything, they can review your chart and your records. If they feel like everything's okay, and they say, hey, let's just do a video visit to check in, you know, ask your doctor's office again what's 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 needed. You know, I think we're I know at Centerwell we're kind of transitioning to a lot of video visits because it's safer for patients, and if we don't yeah. feel like we need to see them in the clinic that's a really great option at the same time if something's going on and we we want to see you we'll let you know okay um and then you mentioned this a little bit at the beginning but the mental health mm. issues with this with um it seems like i mean obviously with everybody but i'm hearing the most about kind of the the two ends of life the younger kids are having a really hard time mm -hmm. and then the seniors are having a really hard time and Maybe some of that's, you know, connected that, you know, the kids aren't getting to see the, their their grandparents and, and the other way around. So what what can people, older people do to, to keep that mental health connection? I mean, other than I, I guess, you know, there's always Zoom, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, besides that, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it, you're right. It's a really challenging time right now. Um, and I think that, you know, uh, I, we're seeing such a peak now too, because it's right after the holidays where yeah. everyone wanted to be with their friends and family. And, um, and, and we're seeing the results of that with, with the peak out there. Um, it feels like almost everyone I know has either been exposed or has COVID at this point. It's really, it's really tough. So, you know, I do think virtual is, is a really good option. Um, you know, certainly people can FaceTime with family and friends or Zoom, like you said, but there's also things about, you know, like keeping your brain active and your body active. Um, and so, you know, even if you can get outside and exercise by yourself, or maybe you go walk with a friend and you're on the other side of the street, you know, just trying to trying to keep yourself connected that way. Um, like I said, outdoor out activities are certainly a great idea. I know Centerwell, we do, we have some virtual um, silver sneakers classes. So you can get on and connect with people and exercise and still laugh and have a good time. Um, but, but it's really hard, but I think staying connected, um, is really important. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it is, it's, we're lucky that we have good mm -hmm. weather. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. It's, um, it's even a little cold here in Houston today. And I, I know it's been a little chillier in Louisiana, but like you said, it's still, you know, a, a 10 minute walk, even by yourself or walking your dog is, is safe and just so important for your mental health, um, to just stay active. You know, we everyone um, jokes about how everyone gained weight during COVID, but you know, 
it's, it's still here. We're going on almost two years, you know, so making sure you're eating healthy and, and all of those things, lots of sleep, um, listening to your body, all of those really little things can really make a big impact on your mental health yeah, and physical. Get that vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> out there. Um, so being in the healthcare field, what are you hearing about I, I keep hearing other little things like we're going to peak soon or this is going to, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. What what are you hearing? You know, I, I hear the same things that you guys hear and I really try to pay attention to the CDC, but there's there's so much information out there. And to me, it's changing on a daily basis. Um, you know, I would I would love to say we're going to peak soon. You know, we're looking at trends from other countries where Omicron has been and they seem to to peak and fall within, you know, a month or so. So I think everyone's anticipating that. But I think the most important thing is to just focus on the day and making sure every day you're safe with that mask and, and getting your booster and just, you know, trying to communicate and stay connected with friends and family in a safe way. And, um, you know, this, this thing has been a wild ride over the last couple of years. And I think we all got really a little complacent is the word I like to say. I know I did, you know, I would be in the clinic and take my mask off and drink my coffee and talk to people. And now that's, that's kind of all gone and we're all back to being really hunkered down and super, super cautious. And so I think it's time for everyone to just kind of pick up those precautions until we see something change. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, not only do it you is. forget, but there's a fatigue too, that mm -hmm. some people are just, they're just kind of done. So. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I, and that certainly is every person's choice. But, you know, I also think I also encourage people to always not just think about yourselves, but think about the, the people around you, like you said, little ones who maybe can't get vaccinated or your, your senior parents or grandparents, you know, um, it's our responsibility to not only protect ourselves, but try to protect our loved ones. And so just being thoughtful and cautious, you know, around the holidays, I was just kind of telling people, you know, think about those people around you and, and, you know, make, make wise choices. So, I mean, my parents visited me for a good um, two weeks around the holidays and, and we didn't really do much. We kind of hibernated and watched a lot of football and TV, but we, we weren't really going out and doing anything because we just, I wanted to keep them really safe. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely hit up all the parks, did the botanical <laughs> gardens, the zoo, exactly. <laughs> all the outdoor stuff. So, yep. um, well, that, I think that's a great place to, to kind of leave this, but um, I wanted to thank you so much for joining us and for, for telling us kind of some inside scoop on what's going on and, and a, a good source of information for people um, who have seniors in their lives, who are seniors, um, just to try and keep everybody safe. So, yeah, I was going to say, I think the, the biggest thing, like I said, is just remember it's, it's kind of that one day at a time approach, be safe and, and, and healthy today. And we'll just see, kind of keep watching and see where this goes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you so much, Dr. No Lloyd. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biz Talks. If you like what you hear each week, don't forget to rate us and leave a comment wherever you listen to your podcasts. And follow us on social media at Biz New Orleans. For more information or to contact us, please visit bizneworleans.com slash biztalks.